You're listening to Dramas Over Flowers. This is an episode of What's Up in Drama Land. Hi guys, this is Parma. We are back with some news and some new dramas starting in the month of June. As always, thanks to our patrons for supporting this podcast. Thanks to our listeners for listening. You can write to us at dramasoverflowers at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at dramasoverflow. This podcast is available on all the usual places, so we hope you subscribe. And now, I'll get out of your way. Enjoy the episode. Hi everyone, this is Saya. This is Anissa. And this is Parama. So today we're going to start with an update on Jung Jae-on's situation. There was an investigative committee set up to decide whether they should sort of reopen the case and investigate a list of people who were accused of assaulting her 10 years back. And um, Anissa, you, you want to uh, tell us what happened with that? So the commission or whatever that was uh, from the Ministry of Justice, they they read this like 250-page report about whether they would recommend her case for further a reinvestigation and they decided not to reinvestigate because they said like there wasn't enough evidence of crimes and that they that like too much time had passed and there's like no evidence because it's been 10 years they can't like verify yeah. stuff and then they also said that um like there was because there were some people in the chosen ilbo which is like a major it's one of the major newspapers they did find evidence that the Chosen Ilbo had actually influenced them because one of their reporters w- was indicted for uh, like assaulting Jiang Jian, and also there's been some investigations of like his uncle, who is like really he's like the CEO of TV Chosen. So they did clearly find evidence that Chosen put pressure on the police not to investigate too deeply. So like they were basically saying that like yes some shady stuff went on but it's been too long and there's no evidence which is like Do you know the what the statute fault, so. limitations is on sexual assault? I in don't Korea? know what it is in Korea. I, I don't know either but they seem to think that it's um either already passed or pretty close to passing. So There's that too. So it's a statute of limitations and the fact that they don't really have the other sticking point seems to be that there was this rumor going around that there was a list of names that Tanjayon had uh, left behind of people whom she was like forced to sexually entertain or was assaulted right. by, and uh, that there there was it was disputed. The list was apparently not part of the the letter that she had left behind, the the papers that she had left behind as sort of like a suicide note slash um, sort of a, a tell all. Um, but it, there were other people who were saying that the list was part of it. And so there was some dispute. I was going to say, wasn't that list uh, discredited um, when they were investigating her death initially? It was discredited, but it came back up, um, especially because you have uh, Yoon Ji who uh, was an actress in the same agency. And she came out uh, with a testimony saying that she had seen that list. So, mm. um, but okay. Is, here we come up in with another situation, which is what's been happening with Yunjio. Yeah, just to insert one thing here. Um, so the statute of limitations for sexual assault used to be five years, then it was raised to seven years, and then last December it was raised to ten years. So has it passed? Has has the ten year one passed? Now? I guess it has just passed. But here's the thing. So um, I was it was interesting watching what's happening with um, uh, main witness here, uh, Yunjio. A lot seemed to depend on her testimony, and she was really thoroughly discredited in the last one month. Now I've been watching interviews of her, and she's been uh, going through a lot of harassment because she came forward as a as a witness. 
So I felt for her. Um, yeah, go ahead, you were saying? I was going to say, remember there was the, um, we discussed, I think, a couple of months ago about um, the insufficient witness protection that she wasn't being provided. Yeah, so apparently she called the police, but they didn't uh, come very quickly. She she was getting death threats. There was a lot of things happening. Um, Last month, though, she was sued by a really uh, well-respected writer, um, Kim Soo-min, who was like one of the highest paying uh, TV writers at, at one point and uh, she was sued because um, see their representative said that um, she was in contact with Kim Soo-min about writing a book I think the 13 testimonial um, on the Jang Jayon case and Kim Soo-min basically asserted that she was using Jang Jayon's case to for profit um, and fame and that she and and that there were there were uh, chats between the two of them where Jung, uh, where um, Yunjio was basically discussing how much royalty she would get out of this and all of that stuff. And that in and of itself is not a bad thing, but um, it's not looking very good. Plus, um, recently an ex-boyfriend of Jang Jayon's was interviewed, and he said that he had never heard of. Um, Yunjio uh, and the things that she was asserting was she was just trying to again profiteer of Jang Jaeon's tragedy and that but yeah I'm extremely so. skeptical of this boyfriend the boyfriend doesn't sound like he has much credibility because they broke up a month before he died all he said was like she knew that he knew that she was like suicidal and yeah. also that he knew that she used to like change her clothes before she went to entertain people on behalf of her company as part of her job but then at the same time he's saying like that he that doesn't think that any of these things are actually true and the only reason that he's coming out is just like because she doesn't want her to ruin Jung Jian's reputation so like that part I was like uh like yeah I don't find you very credible and and like why are you inserting yourself into the situation like you weren't even around her when no but he he had been questioned uh, by the commission or the committee um because he had been close to her like in the period that was mentioned in her like basically he had known her well during that time so I suppose because they had broken up just a month uh, before she committed suicide it was just yeah yeah. I mean I'm I'm skeptical about the entire relationship yeah Yeah. it's and also like there was this one like the article that you guys linked, um, I was just reading one part um, about her taking pills and how she frequently said things like, you know, I'm exhausted and I, wanted, and I want to die. And just my immediate thought to that was, wow, how much did they pay you to say that? Because, I mean, the thing that's being disputed is whether it was suicide, you know? it's um, mm. That's a question now. Was it really suicide? Um, and the other thing that really jumped out to me was that um, he said also that, you know, the giant that I knew would never sexually entertain anyone for money. You what don't do this for money. Mean? You fundamentally misunderstood everything if you yeah. think that she did this for money. You know, I mean, I just, I'm extremely skeptical of this guy. And also, you know. Yeah, no, and even if he is telling the truth, like, what makes him think that she would tell him about this stuff if it was actually going exactly. on? You know, like, come on. And it is super fishy that, see, Yunjio is pretty much the only witness who's come out with as much detail as she has to back up what Jang Jayan had said. And without Yunjio, there is practically nobody else. Like, okay, okay, here is one other thing that happened, which um, gives more credibility to the uh, writer's uh, lawsuit uh, against uh, Yunjio. 
not so much the boyfriend. Let's, let's put him put him aside. The reporter who had initially reported on Zhang Jiayong's uh, uh, the details of that, the notes, what she had said, like the reporter who had brought it out uh, into the light ten years back. He was with the writer's lawyer when they went to the press and and made the statement. And the lawyer said that what Yunjio is saying about the list, um, that's not that's not true. I never saw the list as part of those documents. So there yeah. is that. So there is something fishy going on with Yunjio. But I'm not sure if it's I'm not sure if that completely discredits her or if. I'm just it's it's become too messy and muddled at this point, which I suppose was the point. Which is the point, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, don't... like, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say you don't need to actually have evidence. You only need to introduce doubt. Exactly, yeah. and which has been introduced in credibility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the problem with like all of this being sort of fought out in the media. But then on the other hand, sometimes the only way to even get attention for these issues is by going to the media, because otherwise it just gets like you know covered up by the people who are in power. So I'm kind of of two minds. But I guess my feeling about all of this is that it's possible that both that Zhang Jiayan actually did go through all of this like really horrific stuff and also that Yunjio is using it for her own benefit you know like both of those things and it's could perfectly be possible. possible that Yunjio yeah. did witness stuff but and she is trying to profiteer off it it's it doesn't have to be either or right so, so yeah. even if even if she is benefiting off of it that doesn't mean that they should completely like you know throw out the baby with the bathwater and completely just say that all of it was made up and you know that would be that would really be a disservice to Zhang Jiayan's memory though so the uh, from the article that i read uh, the committee seemed to be saying that uh, further investigation should be done against the ceo who was um, i think her her agency's uh, ceo at at the time yeah, I, I believe they had been investigated at that, but they had not been like there was not sufficient evidence. I think so. I think they wanted uh, a reinvestigation to happen there. So that's about all that was. Well, the committee also ruled that Joseph Ilbo had put pressure on the first investigation that took place right after Jung. Yeah, Jones. to protect the yeah. reporter. Yeah, so there definitely was something fishy and not you know legit about the first investigation. But who knows? Maybe they had evidence at that time, and they got rid of it, and now like there's no way to recover it. But this is this is one of the reasons that cold cases hardly ever get solved, right? You yeah. keep something, uh, yeah, in the freezer for ten years. What do you expect? Plus, no. I imagine an incriminating note like that would not have been kept. No, no. Long. Even if it did exist, like who's going to be able to find it now? Mm. Yeah. So I guess we'll, if anything new comes out, we will. We will keep our eyes out. I guess we can move on to the next thing. Yeah, let's move yeah. on to the next thing. So um, the next thing is happy because I am so happy to hear this news. Kim Ubin has been seen at an airport looking healthy and happy. Oh, yay. Um, so it seems like his agency is very being very cautious about any type of comeback. And yeah. they say that they don't know if he wants to begin acting anytime soon, but they are saying that he's doing better. Um, and, like, various people... And I love how even the reports of him, like, traveling around with, like, his girlfriend and his friends and, like, other actors, they're all, like, super respectful. And they're all just like, we saw him. He looks happy. He's <laughs> so, yeah. So he's... he. And if, if anyone didn't know, he got this, like, really rare form of cancer. 
and he's just been recovering. So, but yeah, I think he had like a couple of rounds of chemotherapy and he's a bunch of rounds of radiation, but he's doing better. So yay. I have to say that I hope he doesn't come back too soon just because if, you know, drama sets are always places where you get overworked. Just I agree. Recover fully, strongly, give it a few more years. Yeah, and he's still very young. I don't, he doesn't. Yeah. Like, Probably. yeah, don't yeah. do it too soon kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. He should go and, like, hang out at the beach and, like, you know, marry his girlfriend and, like, have fun and do whatever he wants. I also really love that he, he went to Australia with Jinmina and then he went on a trip to Hawaii with Lee jung <laughs> That will always be, like, my favorite pair of real-life best friends that are also Aww. friends. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was some happy news because I think all, a lot of the other stories are dark. So the next story, and I, this isn't somebody who's like very famous, um, but I wanted to just bring this up as a little bit of a callback to our previous episode. Um, there's this webtoon artist called Gian84, and he became famous for his webtoon, but he's also become like a TV personality. So he's had like spots on various... Um, variety shows and I think his most recent gig is on like maybe I live alone or something but he yeah I live alone and he he is a he is one of the MCs for that but his one of his like recent episodes showed immigrant workers basically the scene was that they came into this like really dirty building and the Korean people who came into the building were like oh this is so dirty and the immigrants were like uh very impressed even though it was like really dirty and saying like it's great that i even get the chance to be in a seminar i want to live here forever so like some netizens were like this is super racist that is super racist yeah um and earlier this month he was also criticized for content considered to belittle disabled people so the reason i wanted to bring this up is like a because last time we were talking about um sort of multiculturalism and immigration in South Korea and stuff, but also because it's really common for webtoons to be adapted into dramas. Um, and so like this guy has kind of made a career shift from being a webtoon writer and artist to like a TV personality, which I think is pretty rare, but um, clearly he doesn't deserve that special chance and he should be fired in my opinion. <laughs> so. Can I um, come in with uh, just something that, well, hopefully offset the sure. unpleasantness of that, which because um, I, I, you guys know because I've been messing, messaging you on WhatsApp about this flick the last month. But um, there's a YouTuber that I watch called J. Kim. Oh, um, yes. I, and, I'm so glad that you brought this up because I, yeah. Oh, great. Please so, go like, on. He's, he's, um, he's a musician um, and his uh, YouTube channel originally is for his music. But like over the last couple of months, he's been doing a lot of, videos um about like uh, um his interest in islam so he's been getting more and more interested and he's been interviewing lots of different muslims in korea and because like last night i watched the one which uh in which he interviews uh bangladeshi so i was like oh this is cool and because he his videos are very frequent so he's like you know got a new one every couple of days um and i just thought it it shows me a side of the multiculturalism in Korea that doesn't get shown a lot, you know, through sort of dramas and stuff like that. 
um because we can get quite bogged down in the negative but you know people are living full real lives um and the fact that you get to see that side is really it's like on the one hand like jake him he's really such a humbling person to watch because he's mm -hmm. such a, an open um and curious person and so respectful and interested um and he brings um like the best out of his interviewees as well because um uh, a lot of them like you know they're living in korea like um indefinitely and some of them have been there since they were like kids and it's just really interesting and the variety of people that you can see him speaking to is really it it just shows you a side that makes you realize how much is missing of diversity in terms of dramas hmm. so i highly recommend it makes you realize what's missing but it also gives you like 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 you said an alternative to like because it's only like usually just the negative news stories that we see right so like the racism it's a good reminder yeah. yeah it's a good reminder that there's a lot of really good people yeah. and that people are meeting each other and having really interesting experiences and mm. creating things and he's just such a sweet person like yes, that video such a marshmallow. About, I just yeah like that video he did where he was like stop asking me if I'm gonna become Muslim like if I decide to convert I'll let you know <laughs> but then that was funny but then he was like you know people have asked me like why did I start making these videos and he's like I used to have these really wrong-headed ideas about Muslims and then he's like and then I went to a Muslim country for a show for like a performance and he was like and I met them I think it was Malaysia yeah and he was like and they're such lovely people and I realized that I had had all these horrible ideas in my mind and he's like I felt so sorry and like that feeling of sorriness like who would create a whole series of videos just because you felt bad that you had stereotyped a group of people that you had never even met before you know like it's not a regular kind of person who would do that. Right. And, and the fact that it was overtaken by his actual, like, genuine interest, hmm. not just in, like, the ideas, but in, in the people themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I really yeah, like and it's, it. like, it takes a lot of courage to, like, step that much out of the things that you know and that you've known your whole life. And, like, in this age of Islamophobia, it's nice to see somebody who's that, like, open-hearted and just genuine. So um, we do have, like, a couple of quick entertainment casting type stuff i'm not gonna like go into detail or do you want to do those saya or should no, i you can do them <laughs> okay i'm sorry i i feel like i've like taken over your segment <laughs> no no i mean i i feel like i've um <clears throat> shirked my responsibility so i might as well sort of do a good job <laughs> of shirking <laughs> all right well kang Hano was discharged from the military and he was cast in a rom-com as a lead with Kong Hyo Jin. It has an amazing cast. Also, the writer and the director. Like, I'm really excited for this show. I'm so I mean, excited about this. Yeah, in September. So, like, you'll definitely hear us talking about it when it comes up. But we just wanted to give a shout out to that because it sounds like it's going to be amazing. Um, <laughs> Taekyun is also back. I put in the notes, do we care? <laughs> but I'm sure he has fans, so welcome back. <laughs> I've just added a lol to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I'm sure he's, he's a nice right. person. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of his acting, but um, you know, I'm sure he's happy to be back and his family. At least, I mean, he's not a terrible person that we know of so far. Mm. Not that we know of, yeah. So that's yes. good. <laughs> Plus, he's been in army, so there's a limit to how terrible you can be. 
<laughs> I like how this is our standard. Now. Why? Why is this? No, it's not our standard. It's become your standard. Oh, sorry, mine. Up every time that they haven't had time to be bad while they're in the army. <laughs> this is not our. This is not our measurement <laughs> sticks. I have. I'm a cynical person. <laughs> oh god. And then um Kim Goen and Iminho have signed up for Kim and Suk's next drama, which is like a fantasy two doppelganger kind of like parallel universes um oh, dear. drama. Yeah. It sounds so, really cool though. Like you've got um yeah, parallel universes of like one is a career like as it is like a republic and one is uh, like a career as a, cons- uh, is it a yeah, con- monarchy. monarchy. And yeah. um and like they can go between the worlds. It sounds really cool. I'm I'm cool with this as long as she yeah, has a career. I mean, I like I but like I- the concept but the uh, <laughs> thing is that I haven't liked Imenho in a long while. Um That's I true. just I yeah, used to love agree. him so much but then he just he just wore me down man I just I don't know if I would yeah, want to so see like, him again I'm excited by the plot although I just remembered Memories of the Alhambra was not the one um but That's um a writer this is this is the goblin this is the goblin writer yeah, yeah goblin oh great but also heirs <laughs> <laughs> you think like yeah, I actually like I never, heirs. I never forget heirs <laughs> I know unpopular opinion but I sort of Oh my god really of, like not I I didn't love it but like while it was I airing I couldn't it. stop watching yeah exactly yeah, it was very soapy and it was very um, soapy. compelling I watched and... that exclusively for Kim Woo-bin Oh me too man he was yeah, so compelling because... in it Because I I got really bored by Bakshane and that's the first time that's happened and I was like what how is Bakshane <laughs> boring me Yeah, she was crying all the time and it was annoying. Oh, yeah. And she annoying. had no character whatsoever. Oh, and her mom. <laughs> Kim, Kim Mi-hyung, sorry. Kim Mi-hyung. And, and that's how you, uh, if you have to portray visibility with a, with, a, with a sort of like a, I don't know, if you have to make it fun, that's how you make it fun. With, with, a, with pathos and with just sensitivity and giving her a dimension. It just, um, I loved it. I loved the entire, like everything to do with her mom, I loved it. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad that show were good. Everybody else was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Mom so totally it was, still, it was very entertaining. You know, I I proudly And the side characters, I actually really enjoyed the side characters. Yeah. The kimchi one was part, great. Part of it was yeah. like she has that cracktastic quality to her dramas that are especially like if you're watching them live with a lot of other people. Mm, it can true. be really fun to watch even Although if you're, like, everyone really flawed. Yeah. We hated it. together I didn't. like I still remember like how we were mocking even Ho's like fuzzy pink sweater No no we I'm sure, I'm sure we were but why even while mocking it I I was watching it is what I'm trying to say otherwise I would have just like up the left I'm not someone who completes things if I'm not enjoying it at some yeah, point I'm just saying like the fact that we hate watched it together or like many of us I didn't hate watch it maybe, I just enjoyed maybe. it Okay, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking okay. about myself. There were many others <laughs> like me. But but we all liked Goblin until pretty much the last episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, I actually really loved Goblin. But she worked on that for six years. And I don't know if she can do as good of a job with like this type of fantastical premise when she doesn't have much time to do the world building. That's all that concerns me. It, it, I do you know, know if... Can... We don't know how long she's been working on this, though. So... That's true. Having co-writers like a uh, a second main writer has always made her dramas better. So hopefully mm. this one will be the same. Um yeah. yeah Imino's- Speaking of um 
Sorry, go ahead. So I was just going to say, Legend of the Blue Sea was extremely underwhelming for yeah, so. And yeah, and it had such an amazing cast. Right, the, the last time I found him interesting was in City Hunter. But even That's then, the only I time it. I found him interesting. <laughs> no, he honest. was pretty decent in Persuasion as well, and he was a very he standard hero in that. Well. Oh, he was amazing in Faith. Hey, do not say he was good in Faith as Sorry, well. As in, dissing I, my favorite character. <laughs> no, no, no. As in, I really loved that show. As you well know, I really loved it. Um, he was he was great in both of those. But I also realized he has this quality, which is kind of, and maybe it's his line delivery. His voice is too low. And, like, because it's too low, if he puts any expression into it, you can't always, like, it doesn't transmit. He just has a sort of a bit of a monotone. He makes me feel tired when I'm watching him. That's not the quality that I want from a main lead. Speaking of Legend of the Blue Sea, like, there's the writer of that drama, who is also the writer of um, You Who Came From the Stars, is also coming out with a new drama, and it's starring Hyunbin and Son Yejin. Son Yejin, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm not going to um, watch that. I mean, I kind of want to for Hyunbin, <laughs> but, but not for Son Yejin. Them. <laughs> no, no I've gone off some YouTube. For one drama. Like, that's, <laughs> All it takes is one drama to ruin me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. That's harsh. Unless it's you and go, then you'll never go off them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can't argue. But anyway, it, it takes me time to recover. I'm not recovered from being. Uh, Sonia Jin did a movie, right? Um, recently, it was pretty. I was watching a trailer sure. of it and I can't remember the name. Sounds familiar. But they look pretty good. I'm not sure. I mean, they're both inhumanly gorgeous and they're also very good at acting. Yeah, they're amazing As actors. Well, I believe in yeah. Hyunbin now. I didn't before, but now I do. Yeah, but Hyunbin <laughs> had made his mistakes too in, in acting like utter jokes in certain characters. So yeah, and it took me about six those. years to get over them. It's only been a year since pre Nuna, so, you know, true, give it true. to him. Okay. <laughs> I will always love her for um, Alone in Love. So maybe that's what I need to watch. You should watch that. It's really good. Oh, but before we move on to upcoming, uh, Soji Sub is dating uh, a former newscaster. Yay! Yes. Uh, I okay. guess they met, they met when she interviewed him. Oh, um, she's, she's 17 years younger than him, but like, you know, whatever, whoever you fall in love with, that's cool with me. Like, they seem to be seriously dating, so maybe okay. we'll hear some, some news. Well, maybe he'll get point. married soon. I mean, yeah, like, it's it's not that common that the agency says that they're seriously dating, like, but the agency came oh. out and said that they're seriously dating, so. Maybe that means there's going to be some kind of announcement maybe soon. Maybe it does. So, upcoming in June. And before we start the upcoming, I just want to make a note um, that the drama Aid, which was supposed to en- start at, at the end of May, is now going to be airing on June 14th. So that's the one with uh, Lee Young Jae. It's, ca- it's also called Chief of Staff. It looks really good, by the way. Like, I've been seeing the posters and the teasers and stuff. But anyway, so the main, like, really big drama that's airing on June 1st is called Arthedal Chronicles. And it's can, can I say something here, though? <laughs> okay. Because it's about the name, which is that the actual, the, the name is Asadal, but for some reason, the official English title has, has changed that to a TH, which doesn't even exist in Korean. So, like, every time I say it, I feel like I have a lisp. But yes, Asadal Chronicles, yeah. for some reason. There's also, there's also an R now. 
For yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But like, it's so not wait, what say, the title say it slowly is. again, Saya, Saya, the original Asadal. Asadal. Yeah. Asadal. So it's like an S? Yeah. A S E U D A L. Asadal. Like that. But in the official English version, yes. Arsadal Chronicles. I mean, it makes me think But it's a made up word anyway. So, I mean, but it's, it's a Korean up. word. Like it's, it does not have an English equivalent. There was no need. And after means this. nothing. It doesn't have a meaning. So yeah, I don't know. The, these titles and their English translations. Never... I think I think it does mean something though. Um, just to say, as an in Korean, it does mean something. Okay. There's a, there's a restaurant in central London called Asadal, so I imagine that it does mean something. Oh, I see. So you're saying that it has a meaning in Korean, but we... Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And well, it's an actual Korean that's your That's your research project for next next month. Uh, okay. Find out what it means. <laughs> so it stars... It's going to be airing on TVN. It's also, I think, going to be released on Netflix. And it's going to be 18 episodes. And it's got like a weird like three-part structure, which I'm not... I don't quite understand how that works, um, but it's being released in three different like portions. Maybe it's going to be airing three uh, on on three consecutive days or something. Um, I think it's three consecutive episodes, but I, I'm not oh. quite sure. I guess we'll find out once it actually airs. But it stars Song Joong Ki, Jang Dong Hun, Kim Ji Won, and Kim Ok Bin. So like heavy hitting cast, and it's a drama, fantasy, historical. I have this like super long synopsis. Um, Which we no, don't no. need to go to right now, but it's basically about people who were born with uh, a destiny, and then it's, I guess, how they grapple with that destiny. Yeah, and there's some like uh, race that is apart from humans that Kimukbin is like a descendant of, and it's like it's like very political and epic and legendary and intense. Yeah. And, See, yeah. I, I'm I'm into the synopsis, though my only problem is that the glimpses I've had of the the character of outerwear, the, just the garments that they're wearing is very weird. Underwhelming. <laughs> yeah, it's very underwhelming. They seem yeah. to be wearing, like, uh, for instance, um, Kim Ji Won seemed to be wearing kind of like a, I don't know, with, with short sleeves under her weirdly fur clothes. <laughs> uh, I don't know what she the was wearing. I don't know what either of them were wearing. Yeah, there's nothing. Um, just, yeah, the teasers are very odd. Yeah, so, but then on the other yeah. hand, this is the director of uh, Maya Joshi Signal and Mi Sang, and the script writing oh. team of Six Flying Dragons, T- Tree with Deep Roots, Queen Sunduk, and like HIT, which are right. all on, good. on paper. It sounds like it's amazing, but but sometimes it can be too amazing. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna check it out, but the teasers yeah. are weird. Yeah. I'm always a little bit hesitant about these like massively epic sounding sort of dramas because it's like one of those where like it will either be amazing or it will fail amazingly hard so I don't yeah know. we'll see like memories of the alhambra <laughs> <laughs> this actually reminds me of legend the drama that came out like a long time ago that maybe was from before you guys started watching dramas but yeah it was um it was by the writer of like sandglass and what's up and like so it was from a really good team but it just did not gel like somehow like she was trying That's to do Song Jina, right? and, Song Jina, yeah. yeah like it just didn't like it was one of those where like she just tried to be too ambitious or like the team and the directing team like they just tried to do too much and it just like didn't it just failed for that reason and sometimes I think that just happens if you like bite off more than you can chew 
or if you've got a lot of hype to live up to as well yeah and especially with fantasy like like you guys were saying with like the costuming like it has to be perfect or it's not going to be believable and that's like a really high bar to have to yeah but let's see how they set up the world because maybe these peculiar costumes make sense in that world and this is fully pre-produced right I have I'm no not clue. sure, but it's extremely expensive. Okay. I think 40 so, billion won, something like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, historicals are more expensive anyway. But Yeah, and this is a fantasy. And yeah. they've hired these extremely popular actors. So, and, and the writing and directing team. So I'm sure they're spending a lot of money. The next one is Perfume on June 3rd, KBS. It's 32... 35 minute episodes and it's Shin Sung Rock as the male lead and then Go On who I haven't really seen anything as the female lead and it's a romance fantasy comedy I have really mixed feelings about this I I, I have really mixed feelings about Go On he's really peculiar hairstyle um, in, in the few shots that I've seen for me that's but... a very minor detail <laughs> um, although I can understand your feelings but okay so the premise before we say anything else, the premise is that he is a designer who's allergic to the world. Um, <laughs> and Guan He is an up-and-coming rookie model who moonlights as a housekeeper, but actually she was a housewife who got like magical perfume and suddenly became young and beautiful. As somebody who's like actually allergic to the world, I'm very... I might just skip this one because I have a feeling they're just going to be like, he's allergic to the world. Ha ha ha. Isn't it funny? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I have too much PTSD related to this stuff. I might just skip this one, which is sad because I really wanted to say, see him in a, as a lead in a rom-com, but I don't know if I can deal with it. He, he does do comedy amazingly, which may be why he has been cast in a comedy. And this is definitely a comedy romance. Mm. But I, I actually wanted to see him after Empress uh, come back in something a little more serious villainous. and sinister, maybe <laughs> not even villainous. Something like maybe an anti-hero or just just something that. But anti-hero is very of, much his wheelhouse. Whereas right, he he just he's got so such like amazing he, charismatic gravitas. Right, the darkness in his character is always like the most compelling thing. Yeah, and the character description that I got from this character sounds very shallow and kind of arrogant and like it doesn't seem to have any depth which I mean a lot of times the promotional materials are incorrect but it just seems yeah. like a very poorly thought out character to me but let's wait and watch I mean he has made good decisions about the characters That's he's taken true. up before so let's just trust in him and keep our fingers crossed and yeah, yeah. I'm I'm like literally allergic to perfume, so maybe you guys can watch this and tell me if it'll make me break out in hives or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also on June third is Investigation Couple season two, which stars Jung Jae Young and the rooftop prince Jung Yumi. Um, it's just a procedural where one of them is a warm-hearted prosecutor and one of them is a forensic scientist with a bad personality. And they team up to solve crimes. And I think it's like the same team and the same cast as the first. I haven't watched the season. first season. I also guys? haven't. I no, I haven't. Too, and then I didn't. Uh, I mean, the actors are both really good. I just haven't 
I'm sure. I think this just passed under my radar. I, I, I probably would have watched it. This seems kind of in my wheelhouse. Um, yeah, it sounds good. Seems like my yeah. kind of thing too. But um, yeah. I think, I can't remember if this is the show I'm thinking of, but second half problems, maybe? I can't remember. So I don't know. Maybe it's not this one. Maybe it's a different one. But okay. yeah, actually, well, why haven't I watched this? I may, I may try. try add it, it to your never ending list. the next one is airing is premiering on june 5th on tvn it's 16 episodes it's called search colon www terrible title yeah Um, it stars im sojung idahi and jun heijin and it's like a romance workplace so it's about the inner workings behind the portal sites and how they manage the search and trending queries through the eyes of three confident women and the men who admire them. So A, like, this is basically a story about a search engine, which, like, what? <laughs> but then on the other hand, I like that the, the lead uh, top-billed actors are all these three women. Yeah, and it's Ida really I've been mean, waiting for yeah. Ida to get something, man. Like, something substantial. So I mean, and Im Sejong is also amazing. It might just be like a great story about female co-workers and French friendship. Yeah, I hope so. The poster is just about the three women, which I really like. Right. It's just three of them. So, yeah. My only issue is type in search word. The the name of the full full name of the uh, translated title is type in search word www. You never search www. That is just not something you search. So, it's just like... But also, like, this is one of the rare cases where, like, the literal translated title is even worse than the English, official English title. <laughs> What's the official title? Search www. But, like, the Korean title is, like, put in search term www. <laughs> and it's simply not a search term. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like, are you guys ever irritated by people who, like, when they're telling you about their website, they start with www. Like, you don't have to say that. Why, why would you? Yeah, like, just... it's not 1995 anymore. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, okay, last one. Yeah. Joseon Survival Guide. It starts on June 6th on TV Joseon, which we just uh, found out is a corrupt channel. But anyway, so it's um, Kang Jae-hwan, Kyung Soo-jin, and Song Won-suk. And he basically lives, he travels time. He, like, was a, like, a national team archer, but he travels back in time to Joseon. And he meets Song Wonsuk, and um, they team up and have hijinks. It looks like a, an action comedy with some romance and time travel. So yeah, it, it's probably gonna be like a buddy. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say buddy cop, but yeah, yeah. It, it's and, it sounds more romantic than anything else, and I like it. I, the and it looks funny. Good. The teaser, the teaser looks funny, and Kang Joo Hwan is really great in comedy. So, so yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it. So that's all the June dramas. Well, we'll report back next month on yes. whether they're any good. <laughs> yes, and like yeah. report back to us what you guys think of them as well. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? And if you've picked up something new, let us know. As you saw, we occasionally do take your recommendations. No, like we always do. So. I think we, all, yes, we, yeah. always, <laughs> we don't get so many that we have to pick and choose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, guys. Stay cool. safe. And I suppose um, even Bark as well. <laughs> Oh, that's right. So, Eid Mubarak to everyone who has uh, observed the Ramadan and eat lots of food and keep us in your du'as. Are we allowed to say things like that? (laughs) Sure. Sure, we can say whatever we want.